1: Sport Social.
0: Support for this podcast comes from the patrons at patreon.com slash <laughs> Okay, hey, welcome to FMLFPL Fireside Chat. We are finally at the last international break of 2018 until I guess March or some shit. Um, we have a really special guest, uh, George Singer from the Fulham-ish podcast. Uh, you know, me and Elon kind of thought Fulham front and center this international break, so we got Paul Georgie boy on over here. How you doing, George?
1: Yeah, mate. How are things?
0: Good, good, good. So again, you know, first managerial sacking. Before we get on to the Tinker Man, the pizza, pizza merchant himself, Ranieri, kind of wanted to hear your thoughts on you know what's gone wrong so far under Jokanovic.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. It, it feels it feels like a sad one, to be honest. I think all the um, all the all the Fulham fans are, are really you know, there's definite tinge of sadness to this one. He um, he took us over in the championship when we were. We were on the brink of getting relegated to League One. I think uh, a couple of couple of seasons ago, we literally finished two places above the relegation spots. And then, within two years, he took us to the playoffs. And then, uh, obviously, that that amazing day at Wembley last year to bring us up. And he brought us so many good memories from. Uh, what was a, a really tough time in the Premier League previously and the Championship before he joined. So definitely a, a really sad one, and I think all the Fulham fans are, you know, really quite sad that it, it didn't work out for him in the Premier League. However, a bit of experience in the helm. Obviously, Ranieri's done it all before, so hopefully he's the right man to try and uh, turn things around a bit and um, help us uh, move up the table a bit
0: yeah i mean definitely got you flying last season i were you kind of nervous going into the season knowing your kind of just kind of like all out attack style and thinking he'd be able to you know put four past the mid table or whomever or, or were you kind of just hopeful and happy to be back
1: yeah well we were we were all really interested to see how it was going to play out because um I think a, a few people dubbed us as the, uh, the Barcelona of the Championship last year and, <laughs> and some of our, uh, which, which we loved. I'm not sure all fans agree, but uh, we loved that. Uh, we loved that title. Um, you know, we, we had amazing past stats, like 60% possession pretty continuously. Um, and, and all the chat was around whether we'd be able to do that again in the Premier League. Um, our defence was never that strong in the championships so we knew it would be tough to uh, uh, tough to try and keep uh, keep clean sheets in the Premier League mm-hmm. and it just seemed that uh, you know really struggling from day one in the Premier League to keep goals out we're on, I, I imagine it will slow down a bit but we're on track to uh, concede the most amount of goals in Premier League history which is which is pretty crazy really um, and obviously in, in attack things have started to dry up as well obviously Mitrovic had a, a pretty good run but now he's he, he he's not really able to find the back of the net at the moment so so yeah I think there's there's quite a bit for uh, for, for Ranieri to fix in uh, in a short amount of time.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, you mentioned Mitrovic. He's definitely like an FPL asset. A lot of people have had in and out under Yukanovic. But so I, we could just get into Ranieri. I mean, you know, we all know his famous four four two with Vards and Marty for the Leicester title winning season. But, you know, the personnel for a four four two 2 with you guys looks a little bit suspect. And we know Ranieri likes a four two three one 3 one as well. What are you uh, what are you thinking formation wise he's going to bring in?
1: Yeah I think we're we're all expecting the 4-2-3-1. obviously okay. the the 442 works really well at Leicester but but like you said it doesn't really feel like we have got the players for that um Mitrovic is our, our only real pure striking option uh Vieto's done done some pretty good stuff from out wide and he's played striker before but uh he, he definitely he doesn't feel like a, a a striking partner for Mitrovic and Abu Kamara who's probably our other other option looks way off the pace from a Premier League uh quality he's uh yeah he just wants he's, uh, had it, had a, absolute it, fucking maniac he's 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 quite fun to watch at times um, but he's just mental, and he's he did it in the in the championship, and he's doing it again in the Premier League. And when you're when you're winning and, and flying high, it's funny. But when you're at the bottom of the table and conceding goals left, right, and centre, it's just a it's just a massive pain in the arse having the team. So uh, yeah, yeah. so yeah, don't we don't really have the strikers, and then our our main midfield options probably kind of Seri and Kearney. I don't really see them playing in midfield too they're not defensive enough okay. you probably need to, a CDM in there as well so I think something along the lines of 4-3-3 or 4 two three one is probably what we're going to end up playing.
0: All right I mean definitely Mitra is the target man central forward but in terms of the three behind or the wingers I, what's going on with Cessignon? because he was a name that was on the tip of tongues coming into the season and Djokovic is playing him at left back and fucking him around all season. Are you expecting him to just come into like the left wing spot and behind Mitrovic or what what do you think of him for moving forward?
1: Yes. So, so we've always said, um, this is for the last two years before, before getting into the Premier League, that SESS's best spot is at left wing. He's, He's a, great, he's a great forward. He's, he's not like your, your classic winger in dribbling and putting crosses in. He, he acts more as like an inside forward, so he'll kind of pop up at the right time. And he's almost like a poacher in some ways. Um, so he's a, really, he's a really great option to have at the left, uh, at the left kind of left forward position um with injury issues so Joe Bryan who's our main left back has been injured a fair bit this season and we just don't have any other options really other than sessignon who can play there okay. I think he's done a he's done a pretty good job to be honest considering he's 17 year, years old playing against some of the uh the best wings in the world He's actually done a pretty good job at left back, but we're not seeing that attacking output, which we were all hoping he would. Um, I think at the moment he's lacking a bit of confidence. I think when you're in the championship, you get lots of chances, lots of shots on goal. You can build a bit of momentum and, uh, you know, really build some confidence, which we saw last season. And because he's moving from left wing to left back and kind of rotating a lot pretty much every game, you know he's he's not getting those runner games in the in the right position for him, um, and he's not building up that confidence. And we saw against, uh, for instance, against Liverpool, had a really good opportunity, which last season no doubt he would have put away. But yeah, yeah. because he, yeah, but because he just hasn't had that many opportunities to to put the ball away, we're seeing a little bit of nerves, and I, I think that's that's part of the reason why uh, why he's struggling to put the ball in the back of the net. I, think yeah, I mean, if, uh, that's a
0: big ask to, for a teenager to learn a new position in the prem. Like that's that's tough you yeah, to put in, right?
1: Absolutely, he's he's a really talented guy, and I think we, we all agree he's got he's got the right temperament. He's he's a working guy. He's not one of those kind of young players who who thinks he's you know top of the world and and doesn't try hard. He really does. So, I think he's he's got all the markings to be a, a really great Premier League player, but. I think we need to um, we need to give him a bit of time and a bit of patience in his right position, and I'm sure we'll see the uh, see the goals start coming.
0: So, I mean, we know Joe Bryan; he's played like three games all season, and he's been dead with leg injury, lower body hamstring injuries. It, it's been kind of a needs must from what I'm hearing from you. Putting Sess at left back is is Brian going to be back after the break, or, or is is it still going to be? Uh, are you still going to be short there at that position?
1: So I think Brian should be back. Um, uh-huh. There was a, an article on the website. He's back in training, okay. um, so he should be. We're expecting him to be back available. Um, obviously, it depends with a with a brand new manager if Ranieri likes him or not. But uh, I expect if he's uh, if he's fit, he's probably going to be the one that plays at left back. I mean, do you even have another left back on the on the roster? Um, the only other option we've been playing around with um, is Maxime Lamarche. So, um, okay. so came from uh from France in summer um we we really like him on on the pod he's one of our favorite defenders and
0: he's really young center.
1: right uh no he's he's, no? he's more, more experienced actually i think kind of okay, okay. Uh, late 20s 27ish um so he's he's one of our he's a really good he's a really good center back but He's clearly, you know, one of those players who can sort of play at left back. It's not his strongest position, so a few times he's been fielded there to try and move up, But so in, really in terms of the, uh, sorry, go ahead, George. Yeah, no, we just really don't have a proper backup for yeah. for Brian. And when obviously when he's injured, we're we're lacking options to uh, to bring in in this place. Yeah, that was
0: that was good spending like the most money of any team in the world and not buying backup left back cover. Okay, all right, management. Yep.
1: <laughs> yep, absolutely.
0: So and in we've... terms of the back four, kind of what do you... I mean, Mawson's kind of not settled in. And what, what are you looking at there? Is Chambo going to be in there? Adoy at, at right back? What are you expecting from Ranieri at the back four?
1: So so your guess is as good as mine. here. Really. <laughs> okay. So, uh, honestly, we don't have a clue what's going on. We've played... With Slavisa, we've played, uh, I think, pretty much every combination of about yeah. five centre-backs of different pairings. <laughs> and It's been... Uh, Every week we try a different one. They play horrendously badly, ship three or four goals. And the next week it's a brand new two in there. So. I
0: mean, it's, it's such a mad thing because especially with the center back pairing, but just a back four, the more you chop and change, it, obviously they're going to be shipping goals, right? Like you need stability. You need to build on something. I mean, isn't it a mad? I mean, isn't that, I mean, it's, your can just got fired, but how, as a fan, I mean how frustrating is that when you see a different back four every day, every, every week?
1: Yeah, I mean, we we call it Slab Bingo. So, uh, so every uh, every time he releases the team sheet, we we take a look and say, "Oh God, what has he done this week?" Um, yeah, it's something we've been calling for ages. Just a bit of stability, and I mean, you're um, going to get that with Hernani for sure. Hopefully, and I think yeah. what we're all crying out for. I don't think at this point we're we're probably past caring who the defenders are. Just pick two of them and keep playing them. Sure. I think that's that's really what we're looking out for here. Um, okay. If I if I had to go for two, I'd go for Mar- uh, Alfie morson and Lamarchand. Mm-hmm. I think uh, they're probably the two that stand out for me. However. Any, any of them. Just pick two just, keep them for God's sake. Stop, stop chopping and changing. Just pick two. Just consistency
0: for once. Okay, here you. That's all, um, we want. that's
1: all we. That's all we want. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna get watched. Bob, Bob Hooth out of retirement straight in. Oh, no, no, <laughs> please, no. Don't need any more centre backs. We got plenty. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, Chambers. I've I've never rated personally seeing him.
1: I, he always just seems a liability. Yeah, it's it's really interesting because uh speaking to a few Arsenal fans, when we signed him, they were all saying that they expected him to break into their first eleven this year. Um obviously holding's done pretty well for them, but they expected Chambers to to kind of play that role. Um wow, so we, yeah. we all had really Yeah, well, we all had really high hopes and he's been he's been a bit bit of a disappointment really. Um yeah. quite a quite a lot of mistakes. Yeah. I think against Cardiff in our pretty disastrous forty loss. He was played out at right back, which he really struggled with, um, especially against a, a Cardiff attack, which is pretty poor. Let's let's face it. He he really struggled there. Um, he did move into like a CDM role against Liverpool. Um, yeah, he's and played I there think- before. Yeah, so maybe maybe that kind of more limited almost like an anchorman role in CDM is, would be a good option for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, definitely one we've been a, a little bit frustrated with because we expected big things and he's uh, yeah, maybe maybe not done as well as we hoped.
0: All right. So, I mean, defense, I guess it's a wait and see, especially from an FPL standpoint. A lot of cheap defenders and we know what Ranieri can, I mean, he makes Danny Simpson look like a capable right back. I'm sure he'll turn some of these guys around and uh, clean sheets will start coming. But for now, you yeah. think just give it a couple of weeks, see who settles in, see who he's preferring and
1: Go from there. Yeah, I'd, it it feels like one that it doesn't feel like I could recommend any Fulham defenders at this point from a, okay. from a fantasy side. Um, it will be interesting to see what he does with the fullbacks. Um, obviously, at Leicester, they they played kind of slightly more reserved fullbacks, so Danny Simpson and um, um, who's the left back? Who's they played, yep. played, played, played a bit more, a bit more defensively and uh, attacked a bit less. Um, so it'd be interesting to see if he tries to do a similar thing with uh with our with our fullbacks. Sort of Christy and Brian normally are, are kind of quite flying fullbacks and like to get up. So it'd be interesting to see if they um you know, if if he stops them doing that a bit, which might you know, might reduce their assists and, and things
0: like yeah. so, mean, that. I remember him always Fuchs was always kinda of bombing forward and Simpson was maybe a little more reserved. Maybe he'll kinda of pick one and overload or something like that. I mean, we'll we'll see, we'll see. But yeah, so Moving to the attack, uh, so if we're talking about four two three one here, what are you looking at at the number ten? I know a lot of people are excited about Tom kearney and he's had a bit of injuries and he's got that big hair going on but what do you do you think he might be that number ten option
1: I think he's he's the main man for number ten. I think that's we all like him in that position up there he's He's an incredible playmaker um, he uh, for for a couple of years in the championship he he ran the team yep. um, everything went through him, he was the focal point. Um, through throughout the championship, he kind of dropped a bit deeper and dropped a bit deeper and almost played that kind of like a quarterback role, I guess you could call it. Um, but we we'd really like to see him push forward a bit more and influence the game up top. So, I think if if we were to go to, for a forty-three-one, I think he's probably the uh, the key man in the number ten position. I guess the issue there becomes uh, becomes Jean Michel Serry, who's clearly a really talented player, but. Mm-hmm. You know the 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 challenge is where he might fit in this new system so it'll be really interesting to see what uh what Claudio does
0: do you think Serry could sit in a two in front of the in front of the defense or he's just too marauding he's too he's too forward-thinking
1: he's uh I think he needs a a really defensive guy next to him who could pick up a bit of the slack um I think he's he's okay defensively Serry, but that's clearly not his role he's He's really not physical at all. He's he's absolutely a tiny player. Um, yeah. But but he, he's, he's so, so good on the ball and keeps us ticking over. And some of his assists so far have been really great to see. So I think we'd all really like him to play. However, it might be in the short term. We sacrifice a bit of his creativity and put a few more defensive players in just to try and shore up the defense and protect them a bit more and try and get that first clean sheet. He's
0: so much quality to bench him, you know.
1: Yeah, he's yeah. a he's a good option to have. It's it's crazy how a, a promoted team was spent 100 million pounds and bringing in these players who were meant to uh, meant to sign for Barcelona a year ago. Um, so yeah, some really really good quality. I think it's just we need to we need to find a system to fit it all in, and that's what uh, Slavisa just wasn't able to do.
0: Yeah, it was kind of always
1: the square square pegs with round holes with 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 him, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it does it does feel a bit obviously he's playing with, with a few championship players and I do think he's a Champions League quality player. So it, it maybe it's a little bit more difficult for him to really fit in when the players around him aren't necessarily on the on the same wavelength. So I do think we need to give him a bit of time, but yeah. it'll be really interesting to see what, what Ranieri does with him.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, tell me about Charlotte. He's always kind of a, a mad player to evaluate. He he kind of comes in and out of games. Sometimes he's invisible for 70 and then he pops up with a worldie. Do you guys like yeah. him? What are, do you like what you've seen out of him?
1: Or? I think we, we had high hopes. Um, yeah. Obviously, as a World Cup winner um played in with some of the the biggest teams obviously Chelsea and uh, Wolfsburg and Dortmund so really good pedigree there we're expecting a lot I think a, I think he's one of those players when the team's playing really well he's a joy to have because he he can create some great chances and his uh lots of shots on goal I think he's one of the you know his his shooting output is is really high However, in the position we're in at the moment, I think we're all getting pretty frustrated with him. He's shooting a lot from deep. If you look yep. at his shot map and where he's shooting oh. from, it's, it's all a from it's all from deep. And you know, yeah, he's he scored a couple of worldies, and I think he's won uh, won the last two goal of the month, which is pretty cool um but still
0: count still count for one goal though still the same as exactly
1: (laughs) exactly they don't count anymore and for every two he scores he misses about 50 so uh he's he's a really frustrating one to have um if if I was Claudio and had to choose between him and Luciano Vieto who's potentially the the other option maybe on the other wing to Sessegnon um I think Vieto potentially offers a bit more especially creativity wise you know Vieto's put a, put a few assists in um and I think if we could give him a, a continued run of games I think Vieto would probably add more to the team than Scherler at this point so you think that's a, a shout that Vieto
0: could take Scherler's spot and Sherlock could drop to the bench potentially
1: yeah I mean okay. like I said earlier it's it's hard to guess what what Claudio is going to want to do and uh maybe he wants uh a bit more of a defensive option there so um so which which might suit scherler you know scherler's yeah. defensive output is pretty good he does put a shift in and he does drop back to help out so it might be the case that claudio prefers that um however if if it was me taking over the fulham spot i'd uh, i'd probably go for vieto but uh, at this point it's obviously really hard to tell yeah. with a new manager who's going to come in yeah, I mean, Shirl is just
0: so frustrating because, like you mentioned, I mean, every every goalie scores. It's like two, three off target. It's just a turnover. You finally get into the final third, and you got your guys up there, and he just blasts some shit into
1: Rosette, and then it's a disaster. You know, you have to start over. Yeah, it's it's so frustrating. It's so yeah. frustrating, uh, especially when you know, uh, yeah, when we're shipping goals to the other end, and as soon as we do get the ball up the up the top, he'll shoot from kind of thirty yards out, and it'll go flying over. And you're just like, oh. Come on, yeah. just just pass it, just pass it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Get a so higher like, yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. So it's a it's a really frustrating one. Um, yeah.
0: Um, frustrating. So I'm just you know hearing you talk about the personnel you guys have, and just keep thinking back to kind of the four four two that Ranieri played at Leicester, and you know they would hit on the counter. You know, obviously, Mars is very very integral, but I mean, is there is there a shout for the four four two? I know you're mentioning maybe defensively, it's going to be that you don't have a Conte type player who can play. You know the part of two men in, as in one body in midfield, but yeah. maybe Sess or Vieto could play up top. I mean, you, you do other than Mitrovic is more of, could be more of like an Okazaki type hold up type guy, but you do yeah. have some pace. You do have some pace up top. Do, do you think that's a possibility or you're just, you guys are just like, no, I think,
1: uh, I think if we were to do that, Sass, uh, I think Sess would end up being the focal point. He's, he's really quick. And yeah. Uh, obviously, he's a, a very different player to Vardy, but there's some definite similarities there. And from a, you know, his his attacking positioning's really good. He knows where to position himself. He is quick. He can he can be direct. So um, it might be interesting to see some kind of combination with maybe Mitro with with Cess off him. Yeah, um, yeah, because he can run behind.
0: He's so fast.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's a, it gives us a couple of different options. Mitro's really turned into that that target man this year. Um, with he's had a lot of kind of long balls booted up to him recently, which we've, we've maybe not liked as much, but he's, he's a, he's a really strong target man. So, you know, the, the physicality of of Mitrovic and the, uh, I guess the speed and um, kind of, you know, poaching ability of Seth might be a really interesting Mm -hmm. combination up front. Um, Well, it's not, it's not something we've played that much. And I think, It's going to be interesting whether Ranieri changes our style a lot from something that was very, you know, slow build up, lots of passes, slowly try and uh, find space to move the ball into. If he, if Claudio does want to go to more of a a counter-attacking play, it's it's going to take a while. There's going to be a transition there. So it'll be interesting to see whether he tries to do that straight away or maybe like he did at Leicester, try and really you know, keep things going as they were um, and not try and change too much. So it's going to be a really interesting one.
0: Yeah. I mean, the managerial second did it in fairness, come at a good time. You got the two weeks, right? So, I mean, he'll be able to work on things a little bit longer than just coming in, you know, on a, a Monday, have a couple of training, ground sessions and then you have a game straight off the way, straight away at the weekend. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think we, we all agreed that I I don't think all Fulham fans agree that it was the right move to make. Um, but it does. I think we've all agreed that if we were to do it at a point, this would be the time. I think last time we um were in the Premier League with Martin Yol, uh, you know, he, he should have been sacked a lot earlier. And yeah. then we bought in a new manager and then sacked him straight after the transfer window, which is absolutely mental, and yeah. bought in Felix Magath, who was yeah. just one of the worst managers we've, we've ever
0: had. Um, wanting to rub, rub cheese on everyone every day.
1: Ah, oh, the, the cheese rubbing, the, uh, oh, yeah. the bizarre training sessions. Uh, so many stories have, have come out of that, which have been absolutely crazy. So that was great. I great. I forgot about that storyline. was, fantastic. yeah, no, it's, uh, it's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I think we're all glad we're, uh, yeah, those, those days are in the past. Is uh, uh, yeah, definitely probably, probably the least, um, uh, you know the least favorite manager we've ever had from the film side so uh they should see, have hired I think, you instead. Uh yeah, I think so. Well, I think so uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. Um I think anyone could have done better than Felix McGath, to be honest. Um, um but, but yeah, no, this this feels like the right time for Ranieri. Give him some yeah. time, give him the transfer window and yeah, we've we've got the quality. I think we're we're all hopeful that we should have enough just to uh, stay up the season.
0: Yeah, and I mean, you know, on paper, Fulham were not really shouted for relegation preseason. I mean, you guys bought a lot. You have good quality. So, I mean, Rainier, you know, came in after finishing ninth with non in uh, in League One last season, but got got into a little bit of an altercation and issues with the with ownership. So that was a little bit sketchy. Are you are you guys worried about that at all, or do you think it's gonna because you know your transfer policy, I don't know how much you have to spend in, the, in January. Maybe you can shed some light on that. But do you think that's going to be a problem? I mean, in the medium to long term, if you want to have them for a few seasons.
1: Yes. So, so it's an interesting one. Our, our recruitment uh, system is well. It, it was something Jurcanevich kind of always had issues with. So we've got our own recruitment system, which is heavily based on data. So um, done a lot of a lot of work recently on data analysis and. Each player that comes in has to kind of what we call uh, both boxes ticked. So the scouting team have to sign off on him. The data team have to sign off on him. Um, and I think that, that caused a lot of issues because there were certain players which Slavisa wanted, which the data team would go and say... For whatever reason they're not happy signing him, so there was there was always a fair bit of friction between slavisa and the recruitment team um, It's interesting on the on the website when Ranieri came in there was a, a specific line saying that the same recruitment um, system will keep so there'll still be the central recruitment team so Rea- Ranieri's not necessarily in charge of all the players we bring in. so it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see if if ranieri's happy with that. You know, if if we're still in trouble come the tram- January transfer window, and Ranieri's really sure on the kind of player we need, and the data team may disagree with that, it's going to be really interesting to see. You know, who wins that battle. So, um so I don't know. I'm at the moment. I'm, I'm I think we're all kind of focusing a bit on the short term here. So let's just stay up this season and then see see what position we're in we're in next season. Um Obviously with. With someone like Ranieri, even doing as well as he did at Leicester, did an incredible job there. He, he was only at Leicester for a year and a half. He was only at Nantes for a, for a year. Um, the jobs he was at previously were you know, just over a year as well. So I don't think anyone's necessarily expecting Ranieri to be at Fulham for years to come. But in the short term, hopefully he's the right man to, to kind of stabilize us I mean, a bit.
0: So he's basically the Italian Sam Allardicchio
1: <laughs> yeah, I like that. Uh, yeah, in in some ways maybe I d- I don't see him necessarily playing the same uh, you know hoof long no, ball yeah. that that yeah. likes to play. But th- there's you know hopefully the the good points of Big Sam of stabilising the ship, you know uh, the, the, the fire defensive firepower. stability. Yeah, exactly, and yeah. and coming in at the right time to um, make sure the players are concentrating on the right things in a in a bit of a relegation dogfight. So. So yeah, maybe the uh, the Italian Big Sam, maybe.
0: So I mean, looking at the schedule, you guys have some really favorable home games until January. Do you think? I mean, you're sat on five points, haven't won a game in dogs' years. Are you uh, yeah. are you feeling good? You think you guys are going to come out of this?
1: So we we in in the last few weeks we had a few well we had a few games which we expected we'd do well. So Cardiff away, Huddersfield away, and we're all. We're all kind of banking on those to be our, you know, our get-out-of-jail-free cards to try and move up the table. And like you've seen, we've we've struggled four-two loss against Cardiff, which was uh, which was yeah, that poor. Was, and then that, that game that, was insane. Uh, yeah, I mean, that it was maybe may more interesting as a neutral, but the the Huddersfield one was was terrible. Just really dour insipid performance. If if we were still playing now, I don't think we'd have scored, scored a goal. Yeah. Yeah, Huddersfield—they
0: always bring, they drag everyone down to their shit-ass level
1: every week. Yeah. It's 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 horrible to watch, horrible spectacle. It it is, but. But it's working for them, and they've they've got more points than us. So, yeah, you, you might not like their style of football, but they yeah. they got more points than us. So, I don't think you know. I don't think we can. Uh, well certainly I can't uh, have have too uh, too many bad words about. Yeah, it's
0: it's working uh, for them, as I said. In nineteenth, you guys can take the same bus down to the championship together. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll see, we'll see. Uh, but yeah, some of the uh, some of the games coming up, I think Southampton's going to be a, a really interesting one. Yeah, obviously, um, they they're really struggling as well Mark Hughes is uh, yeah I'm not a a fan of their style of football and what they're doing over there which is a real shame Uh, a few years ago they were one of the the shining lights in English football great pipeline of players coming in great managers coming in and it's all sorts of slowly gone downhill so I mean it's
0: Liverpool 's theatre club so what can you expect (laughs)
1: Absolutely, yeah, I know. But uh, but they always they always seem to have this good pipeline of of people coming in. You know, they'd sell their players, but they'd still got three or four more good ones in the reserves. And it looks like they've really lost that. So uh, so it's a, it feels like a good time to play them. I think yeah. it's going to be a really huge one. And then there's a couple couple coming up. Leicester at home, um, and a few more coming up. Which obviously there's no there's no easy games in the in the Premier League. But if there were any games, you'd You'd probably pick to have. There's a few of them coming up, so hopefully we get that new manager bounce and uh, we can take some. Finally, uh, build a build a couple of clean sheets and maybe sneak a couple of wins in those games coming up.
0: Yeah, man, new manager bounce in that is a thing. I'm uh, I'm gonna be pulling for you, dude. So I think that's all I wanted to cover. You, is there anything else we didn't touch on that you wanted to kind of <laughs> shed light on, or are you feeling feeling good about the topics?
1: Everything's everything's good. Yeah, no, I, I think we've we've covered most of the bits. I think, like we said, it's. uh it's it's gonna be really interesting to see what Ranieri does. It's it's kind of hard to predict. So, you know, it'd be it'd be great at this point if I could uh you know, maybe um uh maybe recommend some Fulham players to bring in. But at this point it's it's one of those, you know, as a as a fantasy player, you'd probably just wait and watch and see to see what uh, Ranieri does. Um I think if there was there's one player who who might be worth maybe being on the watch list is Mitrovic. Obviously he's had a had a, a pretty good spell earlier in the season so it'd be it'd be interesting to see if Ranieri can get him firing again but at the moment it's probably one of those just wait and see and see how we do in there in the first few weeks with Ranieri all right
0: George well thank you very much for coming on really enjoyed the chat that was really sweet um where can you be found on social media you want to plug plug your life away
1: yeah, time time for the plug, right? So yeah. um so I'm a part of uh of Fulhamish, which is um essentially we've got a got a podcast, um, got a, a website blog and also we're we're doing some bits on YouTube as well. So um main main piece if on your favorite podcast provider, um just search for Fulhamish will be on there. Uh Fulhamish.co.uk for the website, and then if you if you want to watch some of our videos, we've got, uh, we've got fan cams, we've got um, uh, me me and some other guys do a stat show where we look at some of the Fulham numbers and see how things are going, which just dropped earlier this week. So if you're interested in that kind of stuff, then uh, search on YouTube for Fulham Mission, we'll be on there. All right. What about, are you on Twitter? uh yep i'm on twitter um singer underscore ffc um we'll do some uh, we'll probably do some retweets or something so i'll hopefully be on there um, and at, uh, at fullamish pod for the uh for the main podcast account as well
0: all right george thanks a lot take care
1: excellent cheers Adam. bye Podcast Network.